Hello and welcome back to Laws to Talk About. On behalf of my co-host Finley and I, I would like to apologise to all of our fans for our inactivity in the past months. We have been incredibly busy. But anyway, we are back, or more correctly, I am back, for this new series I would like to introduce in this episode. But firstly, I would just like to mention that the classic debate style videos will still be made and uploaded, so don't worry about that. Anyway, on to the new series, or more correctly, two new series. The first will be a history of the common law system, all the way back from Roman Britain through 1066 with the Norman invasion, all the way to issues like the EU and Brexit. Secondly, we'll be uploading a parallel series on the history of civil law, more precisely Roman law, from the Laws of the Twelve Tables, the basis of Roman law in 450 BC, to Corpus Iris Civilis, uh, which was 533 CE, and possibly more recent developments too. So you may be thinking, why even learn about this? It's not as relevant as other topics we've done, such as uh, should prostitution be legal, or what are the legal implications of driverless cars? But it's still interesting, and there's so much we can learn about the change in values from Britain, from essentially the whole history of Britain. Uh, just think how much has changed over the past 50 years. You know, you've got gay marriage, the double jeopardy rule, etc. The last 50 years could be an entire series on its own. So I realise that we have a variety of different listeners. Uh, some will know the difference between common law and civil law, and some won't, so I'll explain this now. So common law developed in England and was transported around the world into mostly countries where we had a large influence. So Australia, USA, Canada, New Zealand, uh, etc. Um, and the main features of the common law system is, are as follows. In common law systems, legal principles are to be found in the decisions of judges in individual cases and they operate on a basis of binding precedent, so that judges in a particular case must follow the decisions of judges in earlier similar cases. Judicial decisions are binding, and the decisions of the highest court can only be overturned by the same court or through legislation. There is not always a written constitution or codified laws, however, there may be. So, for example, the USA, as mentioned earlier, does have a common law system, and it quite famously does have a written constitution, um, whereas the UK doesn't. Obviously, there are quite a few uh, advantages and disadvantages which we will um, mention in this series. Everything that is not expressly prohibited by the law is permitted, which is a contrast to uh, civil law, as we will find out in a minute. Civil law systems have their origins in Roman law, and they later developed in continental Europe and around the world. Uh, so, for example, we've got civil law systems in France, Germany, Japan, Brazil, etc. And some of the main features of civil law systems are as follows. So, a key feature is that it's a codified system. Um, and codification, I mentioned it earlier, but codification is the combination or collection of legal rules or continuously updated codes. And an advantage of this is that civil codes are transparent and accessible to every citizen. So they have a comprehensive, continuously updated legal code that specify all matters capable of being brought before a court, the procedure and the appropriate punishment for each offence. The judge's role in the civil law is to establish the facts of the case and to apply the provisions of the applicable code. So this is quite a big difference to uh, the common law where the judge's role is more passive. Uh, yes, they, they do have great power with the decisions, uh, with the precedent, but in terms of actual courts, much more passive role. So because of this, judges' decisions are consequently less crucial in shaping civil law from the decisions of the legislators and the legal scholars who draft and interpret the codes.
There is little scope for judge-made law, which is a clear contrast to common law. And as we as we mentioned earlier, they do have uh, written constitutions based on specific codes. Um, so yes, I hope that makes it quite clear. I'm sure many of you will have known the difference, but uh, yeah, just clearing that up for those who don't. So the way this series is going to work is, or both series are going to work, is just sort of a, like a timeline. So we'll have an episode for a certain period of time, um, etc. So before we formally start with the next episode, I'd like to give a bit of context um, for the time before we start. The first episode will be from 1066 onwards, so I'll just give a bit of context to the, to the legal system in England before this time. So, before the Roman conquest, Britain was divided into many small nations and tribes. A lot of these places would be kept by the local rulers or holy men. Many were superstitious and actions such as trial by combat were used. Um, I'm sure if we've got any Game of Thrones fans will well know what trial by combat is. So for those who didn't know, uh, who don't know or don't watch Game of Thrones, um, if the accused win it, then uh, it seemed the gods were showing him to be innocent through his victory or her victory. Um, laws were passed by word of mouth and were very cultural rather than being any set system of laws we know it. This is something you see with England especially, compared to many other countries, is just the sheer diverseness. So from 600 AD, um, Britain had to be largely controlled by Rome previously. Um, the Romans, as we will find out in the second series, are widely considered to be the founders of law, and uh, many of the expressions we use today come from them. I'm sure you will have seen many Latin words and Latin terms used uh, in law. They would have a senate who would create laws that would affect the empire, and order was kept by local governors and prefects who would enforce law and pass out punishment. So that will just bring the little context uh, section of this episode to an end, and pretty much the whole episode. Um, thank you very much all for listening, and I hope you all continue to tune in for the rest of the series. So yes, the next episode will be uh, concerning 1066, obviously a big, obviously a landmark year in English history. Also had a huge impact on the legal system, which I don't think many people would associate that with, uh, with 1066, but yes, I will be showing you all the impact it had. So yes, thank you for listening, and I hope to see you in the next episode.